Hi, I'm Kaz. Hey, it's Nick. And welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine. Welcome to the Theater Time Machine podcast. We're back again. And In this... the disgusting cold. Yes. Next week, if all goes according to plan, we'll be back in the studio. All goes according to plan. Back in full force and, you know, giving you a show that hopefully is of, you know, great quality as you usually, not this is... Oh, come on, we're scintillating enough yeah. on our own. Oh, we're good. Yeah, we're good. But, you know, if you live in New England right now, it has been two bloody weeks of Arctic cold um, right now, with wind chills outside of our out of our apartment, it is about negative twenty. So, what? or is that just feels like? Yeah, with the wind chills. So you know, it's I don't say that feels like bullshit because that ain't you know that ain't what it is. So, um, you know, so we're doing this one more time just for our own protection, really, and. Hopefully, as Bob was telling me over the phone earlier, that uh, nearby the studio, there's just mounds of snow. Like, people Ugh. can't even get in the building either. So, it's more of a pain in the ass. But warmer weather soon, so there's that. Just keep chanting it over and over. Yeah, we'll see. So Through the magic of technology, we have brought you yeah. our review of 1944 Gaslight. Because we, we decided... Um, since it's awards season, yeah, uh, we went with Golden Globe movie. It's, uh, it's Golden Globe movie month. Yeah, yeah, but well, this one didn't actually win, but yeah. the star did win for best actress. So Ingrid Bergman, who who was uh, starring in our episode twelve, actually, um, for long ago, and we did it actually in the same format, which is really strange. Oh yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, started Casablanca and did a fantastic job with uh, an MGM actress. Also starring Charles Boyer and Joseph Cotton. Uh, Joseph Cotton, who um, also played Jedediah in um, oh, shoot. Citizen, Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, yes. Yeah, so uh, who was Jedediah? Was he Jedediah was uh, his best friend. Oh. Yeah, the childhood best friend that, um... Sun something statues Rosebud. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. You know, that's your so we've got to talk about our stuff first we get in the movie. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. We have videos on YouTube, variety of things, a new design I put up. Yeah. Um, well, that I'm in the middle of putting up. Uh, if, if you like polydactyl cats, like Nudge... Um, then I have, it's like a cute little paw print, it's a heart, but it's got extra little paw toe things on yeah. it. Just look at it! It's, it's <laughs> on Zazzle at, um, let's see, well, do, are we putting the links in the description, or? Yeah. That'll be easier yeah. at the Kaz Fox and Zazzle shop. Yeah, and it's on the Kaz Fox and YouTube page, you'll yes. find... Um, mostly daily videos on things we're doing with our life. Um, you'll see there is a 100-day series that I'm personally doing a fitness uh, thingy. called 100 Days to Chisel. And it's 100 days for me personally to be in the best shape of my, per of my life. And you'll have, you know, workouts, um, just a glimpse in what I'm doing day to day. So... This should be fun, you know. Go check it out. YouTube.com. Like, like and subscribe. Yeah. YouTube.com backslash Kaz Foxen. K A Z F O X S E N. They'll all be in the description anyway, so um, that should be good. And we also have a movie theater time machine Zazzle page. Yes. And you if could. You, if you want a button or a cup. And you could find us on Twitter. On MT Time Machine, you can find our handle there. Also, um, we would be remiss talk not to, to mention Bob. as well. Bob wants to talk. Yeah, not to mention as well. Bob M wants to talk. MTTM Bob. Um, on uh, you'd find him on uh, on Twitter as well. He will gladly talk to you. You can find talk us on for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can gladly find uh, you can gladly find us on the Facebook. Bob party line. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop. 
You can find us at Facebook at, uh, well, Movie Theater Time Machine. Movie Theater Time Machine and email us at, at Gmail, Movie Theater Time Machine. And if we're lucky enough to have any English people listening, it's theater with an E-R. Yes. So um, we just figured we'd let us know. And thanks for, why the hell are you listening to us? But thanks. Yeah. Oh, anybody, everyone can listen to us. Yeah, earlier. but wow, that would be cool. Like, oh, we get international audience. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, we do. We have a lot of them. We have like fans. Oh, we have, really? Yeah, we have like scattered around in Australia and Italy. Oh, hey and, there. Yeah, and the Netherlands Sorry if we woke and Germany. You up at a time that yeah. was inconvenient for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I also just want to uh, put out a few things as well uh, before we get too far with it. Um, one of our um, high school friends who I was speaking with on Facebook this morning, Kevin Feldman. Um, actually started a podcast himself, and he asked us to pimp him out, called Road Trip Roulette. And uh, uh, him and a friend of his who just research a random city around the country and then just talk about random things dealing with that city every episode. So that seems pretty cool. And also, um, I do want to give thanks to Johnny as well, of the Midwest Bostonian, and I pimped out this show on an episode of his uh, his series this morning called The Midwest Bostonian. What kind of gemstones did you and use? <laughs> he was ever so kind, and turns out he actually grew up in the same city we live in right now in southeast mass and uh we just talked about fall river massachusetts and also the show and what he did and he was ever so kind to me ever uh, so and <laughs> you gotta clasp your hands when you say he that. was ever so kind and uh he really just dug in and did a he did a fantastic interview uh thanks so much he's our newest subscriber as well so and, and nudge can be our special guest yeah because she's right she's on my lap being a yeah. cat with giant mitten feet <laughs> you might hear a cute little mitten purrs so i don't know yeah but it might happen well we'll see what That'd happens be nice, but i doubt yeah. it but yeah so wow this movie <clears throat> this movie surprised me well i picked it because yeah. Well, you know, you hear the word gaslight thrown around the internet a yeah. lot, and I was, like, wondering what that exactly that means. So I looked it up, and I read it was based on this movie about um, some scuzzy husband who convinces his wife that she's going crazy, and that sounded interesting. So, because yeah. I think I have a soft spot for, like, psychological movies. Mm, yeah. I think it's because yeah. the, the thing I'm, I'm working on is like falls under psychological kind of plot and i i wonder how authors make make things where the goal is isn't like a quest to go get a thing yeah. I, i'm i'm often curious how they do that you know make a plot with a goal that isn't like that or something like that mm-hmm. you know make it work so no i get you yeah. Uh, yeah yeah it sounded interesting and i figured uh i don't know i kind of want to I'm in the mood for a mystery or some kind of a, uh, I think it's considered film noir. I don't know. Well, I, I would say so. It's in the classic MGM, you know, um, uh, era back when it was with studio contracts. And I mean, as we talked about with um, Ingrid Bergman was, uh, you know, very high up in the MGM um you know, rostered. I mean, you know, uh, Mayor would not let him let her go. And I mean, she he loaned her out for Casablanca a few years before this movie was filmed. And Can you, you know, she's yeah. actors on baseball team trading cards. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it it really surprised me, and it kind of brought me back to um, a couple times where I thought of like you know we had our episode five was cat people. Oh yeah. You know, it was it was good. Like, Maybe that's what happened to him. He wasn't sneaking <laughs> into his own house through another house. He was a cat person. Yeah, it was. And, and Nudge is offended. Well, that, that would make sense. I mean, he's. 
you know, he sneaks in through a skylight, walks around, you hear random footsteps in the middle of the night, not I sure what it is. I thought he just kind of went in there every night to drive her crazy on purpose, not yeah. necessarily that he was searching for something. Yeah, I mean, once you realize that there is a bit of a motive, you're like, okay, kind of makes sense. I mean, he's a dick. I know. But he's not a, he's not a dick. What do you mean? What's the difference? I don't know. I mean, like, he's just... Dick. Pretty What's much, yeah. Um, uh, cyanide and happiness. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I think, you know, if he, he would have... The movie would have really been bad for me if he didn't have a motive at all behind mm. any of this. Like, if he was just doing this for the sake of doing this, it would have been something like in, like, Suicide Squad, or he would have been, like, more like a black and white Joker. I think you his know? plan was convoluted and stupid. Oh, I it was mean, dumb as hell, wait, yeah. was he the one who gave the aunt the jewel? Should we explain the plot? We didn't yeah, want to, yeah, we don't want to yeah. do a scene by scene because no, we're tired no. and, um, mm. All right, so basically, it starts with a murder. A murder, you say? Yes, I, I think it's it's like of the, the night- world famous opera singer Alice Alquist. Yeah, it's um, it's sometime in the nineteenth century because gaslights. Yeah. And a horse and carriage, but uh, he looks so pretty. He, yeah. He looks so nice. So the aunt's niece, um who never knew her mom or family or whatever, was just raised by her aunt because mom died in childbirth or whatever. Um, she gets sent to Italy to train as a singer, you know, just like the aunt. And then 10 years later, um, basically her heart's not into singing anymore because she's in love with a guy that she's only been with for two weeks. How the fuck yeah. did he find her and convince her to marry his ass? In that short amount of time? I wish they would have showed a little bit of yeah. that. Like, just... I, I kind of forgot about that, you know, a third of the movie, but that's the first thing I thought. Like, wait, 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 wait. Slow down, slow down. Wait, what's happening? Wait, wait, wait. Like, a lot of movies have this where they don't show the build-up. The courtship? Yeah, like, they don't show the build-up for it. Like, suddenly something happens, and then, you know, they, like, all of a sudden, they're, like, they're, they're married, like... Wait, hold on. Wait, time out, movie. Like, you need to back up and tell me something here. And, like, the the one thing I, I loved about this was, like, in the very beginning, like, Ingrid Bergman looks so young. Well, was that and her the, playing that role, too? Yeah. As the... It had I don't know what age she, she was supposed she to be. She looks so young at the very beginning. And, I mean, whether they they shot it or lit it up in the shadows, she was wearing all black. And, you know, whether they put some makeup in there to make her look, you know, smaller at that point, and then suddenly, like, you see there's an age progression. It looked like it aged 10 years at that point, so it was kind of amazing. Well, wasn't there, like, a Stooges short where they were babies or something? Or toddlers? Or something? Yeah, just made but I think big. that was way <laughs> down, like, in the Joe Besser era. I think that was, like, towards the end of the, the run. They just made everything bigger, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I yeah, don't know what age she's yeah, supposed I, to be, but... Yeah, but it was it was surreal. Like, that that was that was damn good studio trickery. That I just assumed me. it was a different person, maybe. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't really focused on, on her yeah. too much. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so 10 years later, and she runs off, and then she's on the train and meets this old lady who just loves <laughs> murder stories and lived in the same area, and, oh, wow, we even had a real-life murder that happened there. It's like, oh, God. I, I was almost kind of waiting for her to say, shut up, my, that was my aunt that got murdered. <laughs> I'm going to give you digestion cookies. By the way, while you're chewing this, I lived near the area where you lived in, but you don't know that yet. Ah! It was kind of like Aunt B, but like the anti Aunt B. I wouldn't say anti, but she sounded a little bit and looked a little bit like her. <laughs> oh well, let me tell you, I just live there. They always call me crazy. That's nice, <laughs> a talk, brother. But yeah, yeah, I would not sell her a hundred pounds of beef <laughs> without a 
proper with a faulty fridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay, um, then it turned out what's his face? Um, Gregory is his yeah. fake name. Yeah. Um, meets um, Paula. That's yeah. That's our main character's name. Meets yeah. her there because she wanted to go think about it to make sure she's making the right decision. But he showed up at the lake where she was gonna stay and. And she was all grateful he was there. Yeah. Because, you know, old lady bringing up bad memories. Oh, if I, if, if, I, if you weren't here to see me, I would have sent for you. This is wonderful. Uh, of, yeah, and then the, the honeymoon thing. They talk about places to live. And then it turns out his dream is to live in a cozy London square. You know, just like where she fled from. Yeah. Well, I happen to be there. <laughs> but she's all like... Oh, yeah, I happened to inherit a house from my aunt there. You know, the murder house. (laughs) So, but then at least the writers took it in the direction of, uh, you know, she says, well, I can face my fears, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, that made sense to me. Yeah, and just, yeah, I agree. Because he he was all playing the, oh, no, no, I couldn't make you. And she's like, no, I'm going to, the reverse psychology. Yeah. Thing. All right. Or was that reverse psych? Or is that straight up psychology, but then the person themselves reversed it? I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean, though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see where you're going. What I want to yeah. know is oh, did, what, what the fuck was his plan B? Because <laughs> I like to play the. Okay, the the Gwent card game, the standalone card game online, and you can have a deck built around a mechanic like, oh, I need these cards and the opponent to play this kind of card or whatever. And if you stack, if you rely too heavily on an inflexible strategy, you're fucked. Yeah. But I'm, I, I don't know. I can't help but think of like a mind game thing like this as playing cards like, what the hell was his plan B if she Right, didn't, if it didn't work, yeah. If she was like, who the hell are you? I'm not marrying you, fuck off. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, you're ugly. I don't want to marry you. Go away. Well, I guess <laughs> you know? I gotta get a job now. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> well, and, and as we go through this, I mean, they obviously move in, and he slowly starts to pick apart her brain, and... You know, and she thinks he's slowly getting mad. Like, you know, he uh, gives her a gift, and it's a brooch that's from her mom. It doesn't clasp right. He's like, well, darling, I'll put it in your bag for you. And, you know, my dad, who I know was listening to this, you know, gave me a put the fear of God in me forever grabbing a woman's purse without permission. So That's my purse. I don't know you. Sorry. I know that's not even a joke. That's just a reference. Well, it's still funny. Comedy of all, but yeah. Uh, But still, it's funny. You know, people. You know, people made tattoos of that. I think I saw that. Yeah, that was just awesome. But yeah, he, he puts it in the purse, but you never see that it goes in the purse. So later oh, that's on, how yeah, he did it. Okay. yeah. So, so la- he, was he a magician in the past? Well, yeah, that's one of the bits that you know later on, which is like, oh, I was here, and you know there was a magician that we saw when I was a kid when she's at the Lady Elder uh, Rose House or whatever, you know, at the concert, and I wonder if he was the magician. I don't know. Because he did some things like very slight of hand, but they never addressed it. So that was that was interesting, you know. But he never puts that here. So they're at the Tower of London, and then she's looking for that. Like, oh my God, He's where where is the this? Jewels. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and there's like, oh, well, let's go see it right there. She's like. Maybe he gets hard for jewels. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, he just can't have a relationship except unless it's with a rock. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> ah. Well, I'll be getting fantasy casting. Though. If this was like some kind of genie curse, that's how he would trick the genie. Like, aha! I can fall in love with a human rock who can reciprocate. But now I'm just thinking of ring pops, and now I would want candy. Okay, I know. Well, yeah, rock candy, rock candy. I get it. Yeah, Jules, a, ring pops. I was following oh, it. Uh, you know, we got Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. I should have some after, yeah. but I'm afraid it'll hurt my tongue. Aw. Uh, you know, this you, can get sharp. Yeah. 
So he's picking apart her brain, you know. Like he's just really slowly unraveling her. Basically, and, what yeah. he does is um, makes her think she's forgetful. Yeah, that's it. And then yeah. she goes looking for the brooch, and it's yeah. not in her bag because he did his sleight of hand thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's an asshole. He's a dick. <laughs> and then yeah. he start starts telling her he's she's sick all the time, and they yeah. even though they hire help. Um, I yeah. felt like he was attempting to play the maid against her or something. Like, yeah. make the maid hate her, but I don't think it really went anywhere. No, I I, I liked the maid, though. I mean, uh, you know... I know liked it. how she showed up to the job interview with a feather boa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should note here that the maid was actually played by an 18-year-old Angela Lansbury. Ah. And, uh... Angela, the same? The same woman, yeah. As yeah. murder she wrote. Yeah, and um, you know my grandparents loved that loved that series. Um, if she, murder was what she wrote. Who wrote Dark and Stormy Night? Was that Snoopy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> at the, was it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but the um, or, or, yeah, yeah. So like, he's you know, a dick. Yeah, he's he's an asshole. And then and, he, yeah. Keeps telling her that she's sick and telling other people that they can't see her. She can't see them because she's too sick. Yeah. And, um, oh, the nosy neighbor, and there's that hat guy from Scotland Yard who turns out was a real big fan of her aunt yeah. when, when he was a kid. and Joe Cotton, uh, Joseph Cotton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, the uh, detective, yeah. And then her aunt, like, gave him a glove or something, but we didn't know that until later. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's. I guess he was haunted by the mystery of her murder, cause. Yeah. It left an impression on him. And there's clues, you know, as you go through it, like as <laughs> they walk into the house for the first time, and how, you know, things are all rustled around, and all the treasures were, were weird, you know, were all messed up, like they were looking for one thing, and you know how everything is the way it was, but there was broken glass in the little in the in the cupboard. I thought it was yeah. the, the jewels, none, the jewels, none of the ones that they knew about were stolen. Right. Yeah, so it's looking for something specific, but also, like, where they they pull the, the cover off of the painting, and it just hit me now how significant this was, you know, where you could see her, you know, Alice Alquist is looking down, just seems to be like she's looking straight at him. Mm. You know, at that point, you could see him, like, he kind of looks back, and he's like, wow, she's beautiful, like, he's trying to catch the words, mm. you know, right? And, you know, or trying to figure it out, it seemed in- it seemed interesting. The big clue me. that he's a scumbag is that when she finds a random letter hidden in the sheet, sheet music, yeah, some letter, I forgot. Um, it was a fan letter. Oh, well, yeah, it was yeah. basically from Sergi's something. Um, uh, Sergius Bauer, I think his name was. Begging her to see him one more time. Yeah. So, I'm not entirely sure what the whole deal with the jewels was. Um. Did, was he the count that gave her the jewels to begin with and wanted them back, or? I think so. I mean, that or was did you just have a hard-on for jewels? Yeah, I, well, yeah, like, what, what was he gonna do? Because, yeah, yeah, the detective eventually, it was, the Alquist case had become a cold case, but the detective was spooked because when he saw um, Paula, he was like, whoa, he, I guess she looked a lot like her aunt, so he was like, I thought I saw a ghost. Yeah. So and, he was looking into the cold case again. Yeah, and later it's revealed that, I mean, he was a huge admirer and that, you know, yeah, yeah. You know he obviously was very, very big fan and that she... Um, her aunt always told her the story about this glove that she, you know, the glove that was, that was signed for her, but one was missing, and she gave it to an admirer, and when, uh, Paula asked her, you know, well, who was the admirer, she just laughed, and it turns out it was him. Yeah, that's yeah. how he gains, um, Paula's trust at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, re- that was really interesting, and, um, you know, through the whole thing, I mean, he's just spooking a little bit more like did they take all the things from the aunt and then move it up to the third floor in the house and then like seal it all up with boards yeah which wasn't really very good because you could easily just tear it off you know if you really wanted to it turns out paul was 
he he would go off to his job. I for I guess he said he he claimed to be a composer. Yeah. But who would go off somewhere he'd never let her see where his secret studio was right. and uh, I don't know. I wonder if he was trying to get the maid to like cheat with him or something too. I don't know. I got that impression. That was one of the things I thought of. Maybe that, that was yeah. his plan B somehow. Yeah, that she would, you know, help with that, and maybe they would split the money, perhaps, or you know, maybe these were jewels that he would return to the Tower of London. I thought they were from. They weren't from the Tower. I, I thought they were foreign jewels. Mm, perhaps. Yeah. See the detect, or maybe it was the other guy the chief or whatever who yeah. somebody said that the jewels that were never recovered from the alquist case um they couldn't be sold because they were too famous yeah yeah everybody would know what they I were i don't know if yeah. it says that in the um i don't know let me summary. see but the, yeah yeah there there was one part i mean that really you know set the story for me while i'm looking at that about how um you know, he's like, oh, we're, I'm going to take you out to the theater tonight. And she's like, oh, I'm so happy. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, we're going to do that. And he's like, wait, where's that painting on that wall that I'm not quite looking at? And oh, my God, it's, you know. Where'd that painting go? Yeah, and it turns out she walks, you know, they question both the maid and the cook. And then she walks up the stairs and, and it's hidden behind there. And he's like, oh, you knew where it was all along. He's using peer pressure to uh, yeah. make her embarrassed about the whole thing. And she's she doesn't care. She just wants to say, I did it, I did it, just to make yeah, just stop yeah. bringing other people into this shit. Yeah, and even where he makes her kiss the Bible and <laughs> you know, makes them the, the other people kiss the Bible. And then he's like, you know, she's like, no, I didn't do it. And she's like, you know, making out with the Bible just to kind of get him to go away. And it just, I will say this one. He reminded me of Kevin Spacey's Frank Underwood character. Yeah, there's something about his face and yeah. his bad reputation now doesn't help. No, no, but it's just if he turned to the camera and went, let me tell you about what oh, we try God, to yeah. do. Like, I would be like, hey, yep, there it is. <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's, yeah. that's where we thought. Um, I didn't find anything on here. I'm um, sorry. the whole jewels thing. Yeah. Well, he likes the jewels. He yeah. wants the jewels, some kind of jewels. Yeah, and, uh, and you know. But, but thank God for busybody neighbors, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, no shit, yeah. Because uh, the murder, the murder uh, um, book-obsessed lady who's an, a neighbor, I guess... Yeah. And the detective guy, they're talking, and they observe her, and yeah. they think something's up with this house, because yeah. she never leaves, or, well, she starts to, but then the maid's asking so many questions about what to tell, um, Gregory? Gregory, yeah. Yeah, what to tell him about it, that she's just like, forget it, and goes back inside. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, Angela Lansbury's character, I mean, I just admired her at that point. I mean, the cop is warming up to her, which allows him to get into the house and be able to report questions back to the detective. But, you know, I, I thought the funniest part was she's just all pissed off because they're going out on a date, and then she can't step out and go on a date with the cop. Like, oh, what, same time tomorrow, isn't it? <laughs> like, okay, usual place, okay. And then they don't really say anything more. I'm like, good for you. Uh, <laughs> Do you think? Now, <laughs> I should explain the title Gaslight. Cause, yeah, go ahead. Um, Paula keeps, uh, when he leaves to go off to his mysterious job, um, Paula swears that the gas lights... Um, the, she's only using one, and she swears that it gets dimmer when he leaves. Right. And the maids, the cooker, the maid, what, whoever, they insist that um, nobody has been messing with the lights or anything. Right. So um, Gregory's all like, oh, you're just seeing things. You're sick. And yeah. Crazy. You're losing your mind. And eventually he claims that her mom was in an asylum and shit. Yeah. But um, She died. She had no brain left at all. Um, but, uh, so, that's what that is, but it turns out that she wasn't alone in the house because 
she'd hear in the upstairs room that was supposedly sealed off, she'd hear footsteps and, um, well, I guess him, I guess he probably turned a light on up there. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think happens. Um, I thought he was, for at first, I thought he was just going out there every night on purpose to do that, to make her seem crazy, rather yeah. than that just being a byproduct. Maybe it was both, though. Yeah, well, maybe was true. He the, was he actually talking when she started hearing his voice saying? I think so. I, I think so, really. I think I that... I think it'd be muffled if he yeah. was talking through the floor. No, I, I think, you know, maybe with some air events and, you know, with... Um, 1880s London and the way England was up until, you know, Christ, like 30, 40 years ago, there was uh, not much to do with um, centralized heating. And like if somebody was on the third floor on a, or on a house and they turn the heat up in the in a, any typical you're house. You're talking like, through your hand muffles your voice. Uh, okay, but you know, if they were up on a third floor of the house right there, and they turned it on, you know, they turned the heat on, it would decrease the the heat in the second on the third floor. I'm so, just saying, a floor in between you two would yeah. muffle his voice. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm with you, and it's probably with some effect, but you know, even there, I mean, there, you know, walls were very thin as well to try to get heat to be very equal. You know, equal on, on all levels as well. Luckily, the cook, um, well, luckily for him, yeah. as part of the plan, I guess, the cook was was hard of hearing. So when Paula asked her, hey, do you hear that? The footsteps and stuff like that. The cook would be like, no. Yeah. You must be seeing things yeah. or imagining things, just like he, um, Gregory says. Yeah, and that was Elizabeth. Ah, okay. Yeah, that he kept doing. That was uh, played by Barbara Everest. What was his backup plan if he couldn't find a uh, most uh, half-deaf uh, cook? <laughs> I think... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she... she that was just mentioned once. Yeah. yeah, I forgot all about that. In passing. Yeah. But he... Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, really. Like, <laughs> what, what would he have done? That's true. She uh, mm-hmm. Paula almost kind of foils this plan briefly because she really wants to go out to a reception and he was he was like oh I already said you were too sick to go and she's all up in her dress and she's like I'm going anyways yeah <laughs> um and so he reluctantly <laughs> follows with her but then he he plays the whole brooch thing again I think oh no yeah. he says my watch was stolen and then that's in her purse yeah yeah for, and then that she flips out and cries and yeah. everybody looks at her so they have to leave but what what if he started pulling shit out of her ear <laughs> <laughs> oh dare you you hit yeah. it in your ear yeah that that's the part that made me think i'm like wait you know he starts feeling around like he's the magician you know he and that, that's one of the big problems i had with this whole movie he did well later on it's revealed you know he basically uh, I'm just gonna. Where is it? He. Uh, he tortured. You know. Um, he's the artist here. He that he was the one who strangled her aunt. She's about ten years younger than she is, so presumably she's in her twenties. Mm. Per se, right? Yeah. Somewhere around there, and she's sent over to Italy. Because for you know for because that's really well, she could have been like sixteen or something. Well, she she's at the age where she can't really go out on her own yet. Mm. So he stalks her, he finds her, finds the right moment to woo her, in the you know, and then marry her to be able to do all this. So this is a long term plan. Yeah. Now was there. Any moment where you saw that he was much older than her? Um, I, I was kind of thinking that when I was starting to kind of form... At the beginning, I was trying... I was kind of formulating yeah. my... Oh, right. He had, he probably has something to do with the aunt, I bet. He yeah. probably knew and murdered the aunt. Um, oh, yeah. I got that pretty and quickly, then, yeah. And then we got to... that. This was before she found the letter that mentioned that uh, Sergei... Yeah, um, Sergei's power, yeah. And then he totally snapped and it was then it became very obvious that was about him or well it was his letter and he was all like unexpectedly yeah i didn't quite get that but when he started 
full, you know, just started playing tricks on her mind. I'm like, yeah, this guy probably did it. But I'm like, I, I didn't buy that they were not the same age I, I, for a while. It was... Yeah. I could see them... He seemed a bit older. Okay, maybe like a few years, but like, you know, not like a generation difference uh, in reality. It could have been like 40 and... I didn't. I didn't buy that. I, that that was the, That's the one problem I have. Like, you know, Ingrid Bergman and uh, Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca. You bought that they were different. They had difference in age. You know, even though Ingrid Bergman in that movie, he was more liney in the face. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely an older gentleman. That you know, at least for some reason. But I didn't buy that Charles Boyer was older than her. I, I did. I mean, it, but he, he didn't have the obvious markers, like, yeah. I don't know, all his hair fallout kind of Yeah, <laughs> or that you know, that weight, or that hunched gait, you know, that or somebody who was tired. But then again, we're talking about Casablanca, we're not talking about that right now. But, you know, she, I could totally see why she won this, why she won this, this award. Hmm. Like, cause she freaking rocked it. I mean, like at that point, you, you're right with her. You're like, hey, you know, come on, girl. You're gonna, you're gonna get, you're gonna get your comeuppance, man. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get you. You're gonna win the day soon. No, no, comeuppance is for bad guys. I, I yeah, I straightened myself out, but oh. <laughs> you know, he's gonna get his comeuppance. You're gonna get it. And then there's the scene, you know, where. You know, everything convenes. The detective is there. Oh, yeah. The detective yeah. comes while uh, Gregory is away yeah. at, at his so-called job because he, he's been watching him. Him and the cop have been watching him at night. and they Through see, the trees. Yeah, they find, <laughs> they find his cigarette, and then they find that he's been sneaking around his own house, and then his trail disappears. Yeah. So apparently their idea is that he goes through an empty house near a couple houses down and then walks across on the roofs and then goes into the, the skylight, skylight of his yeah. own house. And they're yeah. like, why would he do that? Yeah. But, I don't know. They figure out... Um, the detective gets into the house and gets through their state-of-the-art uh, cook security. Yeah. Which is basically the cook saying... She 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 does not she's not seeing anybody right now. Yeah, she's a Portuguese grandmother <laughs> in the making, really. But he gets through and shows um, shows Paula the glove as proof that he that he had met her her aunt. Yeah. And um, yeah. Which was really good, you know. I'm like, okay, you know, now it's starting to pick up here. Then he notices the gaslight dimmed. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you noticed it too." Yeah. And oh, that's so wonderful. And basically proves to her that she's not been going crazy because he hears the footsteps too and asks her, "Do you?" And well, I forget what he asks her, but basically is like, "Well, who do you think it is?" You know. Yeah. Yeah, then everything's all revealed, and then, you know, the, I think one oh, of the... Oh, he forces open the, uh, Gregory's, um, desk, where he, yeah. oh, that's where he keeps his gun, because, yeah. well, it's a good thing he went after that. Yeah, and he finds the, oh, it's a good thing I was here, you know, because the revolver's not there. Oh, shit. Yeah, but then you, you see where Gregory's, like, digging into the, digging into this chair, He's really trying to find these jewels amongst these things that the aunt has. Um, but it, he discovers them in plain sight, disguised as costume jewelry, which was the jewels. Then this is the where he is kind of an idiot here. <laughs> it's the jewels in the dress, in the painting that he sees in the beginning of the movie. I'm going to be so obsessed with those jewels if he yeah. claims to be obsessed with them that... I don't know. He did. How the hell did he know? Those are the jewels. Like, I just see it right then and there. I, I, I do that. Oh, wait. Actually, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, I, I think I might have placed it in my purse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh crap. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, I, I had an observation to make. Yeah. Uh not coming to me. Oh, I'll, I'll go on for a moment and okay. see if it comes to me. But 
The part that I liked really the most is when, you know, she starts, like, she obviously realizes what's going on. The, uh, the, the cop and the detective corner him, tie him down into a chair. I like, and, oh, when, yeah. when he, the, um, oh, what, what drives the detective to act now is, um, he, he hurt, hears from somebody that suppose, oh, I think the maid? Yeah. Um, says something that oh I heard the, my mistress might go away for a long time yeah. so that's like oh shit yeah no, yeah, yeah so, so they gotta um, act fast before he kills her or puts her away or something. yeah and that's with the um, the cop is hanging out with the with Nancy the maid and he's like well I ate breakfast in number nine in the in the house in the kitchen <laughs> and I heard this that you know they might be t- keeping her getting her to go away for a little while. Um, and it's like, okay, we've, we've got to get rolling on this. And then, you know, the action starts going forward. And yeah, when, when he comes home, um, I, I like that they, they try, they, well, I thought they were going to play a mind game with, uh, Gregory, yeah. also known as Sergius, Sergius, uh, Sergius, uh, that's what I'm calling I, it. Yeah. I mean, I always heard the name Sergi, Sergi, but yeah. with an S, uh, I don't know, but, um, they, I, I like. I thought they were gonna play a mind game with him at first, cause um, he's all like, "Why did you open my drawer?" And um, Paula's all like, "Well, at first she's all mad, like she's got the I know what you've done kind of face." Yeah. And then she plays it like, "Oh, maybe I just imagined it. The uh, the man did it. What yeah. man?" <laughs> and I, I was hoping they were. I, throughout the whole movie, I kept waiting for some time for them to fuck fuck him with his own tricks, you know? Yeah. Because there's yeah. one point, <laughs> I think, in the movie where he looks around, like he hears weird sounds, and I'm like, oh, yeah, come on, get your comeuppets in an ironic manner. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that point. No, I dreamed it. I dreamed, well, I'm a figment of your wife's imagination. <laughs> you know, I yeah, have no I business talk. being anywhere. What the hell then the detective you? shows up, and they do that. and I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah that's tie him up. But she wants some last words. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, no, no, don't reverse the... Come on, Yeah, let's. and that's where I was here. I think, like, that that was my favorite scene out of all of it. You know, oh, Paula, get this knife for me, Paula. Yeah, and he's still I'm, trying to play. Yeah, and I'm just going to say this as Frank Underwood. Uh, like, get this knife for me, Paula. I swear, you've got to go ahead, get me free. There's a knife I had right there, and you if just you if, ever yeah. loved me. if you ever loved me, or why don't you go ahead and this. do this? And you know he, he's like, oh, well, this knife. Oh, there's that knife. Oh, I'm forgetful. I lose this knife. I lost this knife. <laughs> she tosses. I thought she was gonna. I thought she was gonna find quote unquote the knife in him. Yeah, yeah. I expected like a movie you haven't seen, but I expected something like Bad Seed. I've seen you know, Bad Seed. You have? Yes. I, oh. I didn't really care for it. All right. You know, it was a long time ago. Yeah, there's a scene where she stabs a janitor over, you know, off screen, but you just see just the shadow, and you know, it's like, oh, well, this is. You know, this is what we need. You know what? I I I don't hurt for you any longer. Oh, where did I, I put the knife? This. Oh, I know. I left it in you. Yeah. That would have been awesome. I don't hurt any longer. I have no regret. I did my heart. And she's just rolling right into him. Like, get my good go, girlfriend. There you go. But, yeah. I mean, no. She doesn't stab him. He gets arrested. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it, that's good for her then. And <laughs> just, you know, slowly taken away. And then we have yeah. the comic relief old lady who likes murders. <laughs> well, oh yeah, because the she the detective and Paula are like talking about. Oh yeah, I guess because he's trying to comfort her that you know when the day comes, it's like the night didn't even happen at all, kind of thing. And that was a nice ending. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the well neighbor said. sees sees Paula seeming almost not flirting, but yeah. in the company with a strange man and well. Yeah. Line that she says, I think, three, four times in the movie. And, 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 <laughs> and then the end. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I, I Good choice, babe. Oh, thanks. Good choice, Fox. 
So, like, the whole movie itself, if you're into a mystery that, you know, you want to see some noir-style mystery itself, I love the way this was shot in a lot of different ways. You know, there's a scene where they're walking into her room and, you know, it clearly this is a bizarre sexless marriage maybe but you know it's she's at the door and she's saying how she's afraid of this house and she hears footsteps and she's going out of her mind and he's in her room and she goes in and she's like no let's go out but you only see their shadows for a moment Mm. I mean the cinematography in this movie was amazing you know, for a black and white flick that, you know, you could have done so much with it, it definitely reminded me of Cat People. Yeah. In a lot of ways, the way that it was shot. I would watch this again. And I think this is one of Lyd's uh, favorite movies. So, Lydia, you, you hit one out of the park again. You got great taste, kiddo. Um, so, yeah, I... I want to say yeah. that... Um, yeah. She kind of had an I Love Lucy thing going on with her hair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. so did the maid, Nancy. Yeah. I'm like, what would it be like if this movie <laughs> was an episode of I Love Lucy? <laughs> That'd be one hell of an episode, huh? <laughs> I'm trying to picture, like, you know, with the chocolates. Oh, God. Uh, see, Except like the that. brooches? Yeah. Trying to stuff them in the I cart. can't find any of that. Or, like, yeah. you know, it's just, or the, um... <laughs> Things all the time. <laughs> 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 or just somewhere, if there's a break, like you know, with her and uh, Groucho. I'm sorry, with uh, Harpo. Harpo. Yeah, oh, that was a yeah, that, that was scene. perfect. Harpo marks just na- they, they look that up on YouTube, uh, <laughs> folks. Look, definitely look up Lucy. Uh, I love Lucy Harpo marks. Yeah, and you'll see this. <laughs> awesome uh, mirror scene that they reenacted from one of, from I think it was the duck soup movie um, and it was it was splendid it, it's just one of the funniest scenes that, that's ever been done um, and this itself I mean I gotta say I'm like an Ingrid Bergman fan now hmm. you know like, I can see totally why she won this award yeah. you think it holds up yes well, absolutely, Obviously, yeah. it has held up to be an internet word. Yeah, it's... Well, I mean, yeah. I don't think it originated that way. Well, yeah. But it's a popular word on the internet. Yeah, with things nowadays, yeah. It's... Uh, and especially in America. Um, but, yeah, I would highly recommend checking this out. Uh, we saw it on Amazon. Um, it's available for rent on Amazon Prime. Um, totally do this. So, um, if you're in the New England area, stay warm, please. We got one more day. I think the cold chill is gone. Um, should be gone right now, actually. I ain't going outside yet, but you know, it's... (laughs) I was just going to make a joke. Yeah, I ain't going outside, but, uh, should be gone soon. Please stay warm, but, yeah, sit on the couch and watch this flick. Is there anything you would have wanted to see different no i kind of would want to see perhaps what she saw in this asshole you know what i did say that earlier yeah i take that back i i not too much yeah just five minutes maybe if she was stuffy like you know kind of like oh Maybe she, if she was affected by her aunt's murder, like, she couldn't take any risks, and he was like, you gotta get over your fears, let's just do this, don't yeah. think about it, be impulsive, and then I could kind of mm. see her admiring that and wanting to be like, okay, and then yeah, true, be talked true. into it. Yeah. You know, maybe one or two quick scenes. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, th- that, that pattern happens a lot in movies, like, where there's... A relationship blossoms and you know starts to starts to you know starts to grow and starts to do a whole lot and then you know, like it just all of a sudden th- that's it you know 
it just keeps moving, but it's like within the first 10 minutes of a movie, they're like, hold on, hold on, like, time out a second. Like, you know, I, I agree with okay, you. Okay, I want to yeah, know, yeah. since a movie usually has shorter time constraints, mm. what is a satisfactory way to handle that kind of relationship? Like, okay, in Up, we saw they had a lengthy relationship, and it was summed up in 10 minutes. Yeah, eight minutes and eighteen seconds. Actually, yeah, you're wow, right. Wow, how do you know that that specifically? Yeah, I've researched that because I, I for for specifically like this. Yeah, the is it yeah. the time frame that yeah. made that relationship look yeah better, the story or? of George and Ellie and the grape soda club. I mean, that just that you know the whole. Um, it also was mentioned in a Doug Walker review. Now I remembered it, but oh. the um. The whole thing, yeah, if that was eight minutes, you know, the audience would have been completely satisfied because it took the time to show you they met when they were little children. Mm. You know, they obviously played together. They got to know each other. He was the quiet boy. He was the loud, boisterous girl. And, you know, it just, it built up. It built up. This movie itself... So I don't remember all of it, but did it show um, yeah. what they, the best that they brought out of each other? What they saw in each other kind yeah, of Yeah, I mean, you know, they wanted to build, they wanted to have an adventure, you know? So, like, he was very, very much inverted and just, you know, would rather just play games. Sure. Um, you know, would rather just play games, you know, by himself. And, you know, she's like, no, let's do this, let's do that. And then, you know, they went and they had a life together. So, I mean, without each other, you know, uh, maybe Ellie might have done something. But, you know, he would have just been, you know, the lonely old man, which unfortunately he became. But um, he was missing her. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, but he, and he needed without... An adventure. Without that, yeah, and without her, he wouldn't have had, you know, the interaction with the kid and then the dog and then all the other stuff and the... So it shows uh, yeah. what what she brought out in him. Yeah, it showed it perfectly and then, you know, it was extremely sad bit and, and you're watching it like, oh, and I can't really talk about it more with it, but... Man, yeah, you know what I loved that movie. Weird, yeah. if, if this movie... Yeah. If they went in, if they tried to go with the uh, um, direction of, if if they showed too much of, oh. say theoretically what she saw in him, or yeah. what he what good he brought out in her, and then went with the evil guy thing, I don't know. It would have been then. What if he like actually started to fall in love with her? That would have been all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it would be good fucked up. Like, ooh, yeah. this is an interesting dilemma, or bad fucked up, but. You should have loved him some jewels. I think it would have been very interesting, and I don't think it would have uh, done anything. I mean, that's not a style of movie for the 1940s. What do you mean? Um, Well, in the 1940s, I mean, you know, you had London being bombed, you know, routinely until, uh, until, you know, until everything, you know, cleared out. Um, And you had a lot of... um, relationships that built up and maybe that's why it was displayed this way um relationships that are built up out of seemingly out of nowhere because they didn't know how much time they had left this was 1880s but i mean you're well, catering to an audience yeah. in that period of time so maybe it caught that way just to be um, yeah. specific the story was 1800s but obviously the movie was 1940 right 1944 yeah so i mean i think that this, you know, if it was made today, I think you would have had to show something like that. And, you know, maybe that he would have, you know. Or or maybe or, they could have shot it in Vegas and everyone got real drunk. <laughs> Wasn't that an Ashton Kutcher movie? Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah, don't Brittany, know. Mur- a, Brittany Murphy and Ashton Kutcher. That also happened like that. on The Simpsons. Yeah, it's, it's a trope. so it's been done. Yeah, blackout Vegas yeah. marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Vegas. Yeah, the okay, Simpsons was this, great though. Could this be have have been set in any other time period? Do you think? Because um, obviously he, well, he was As kind the of a story is. Well, he was. He had this weird paternalistic vibe, like yeah. treating her like a baby, basically. Yeah. Like you can't take care of yourself. You're acting like a child, kind of 
creepy thing going so yeah i mean that makes sense with 19th century like he's just taking charge of everything but could that as the story is like no no additives or changes like stuff we just talked about or the base i mean i think you would have to make adjustments if you set it in a more contemporary time period okay so like but no adjustments though just for the sake of argument or no man all right yeah what what are your thoughts about setting this story in a different time i don't think you could have done it well i suppose it could have been earlier than this time yeah uh, but well earlier maybe what what if it was a medieval story no then they'd be like are you possessed by demons she's possessed by demons dead (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Burn her at the stake! <laughs> a witch! Uh, but the, I, uh, maybe, yeah, but I, I think modern day, no. Mm. <laughs> no, your, your husband controls you. Does he, does he hurt you? Well, you can always divorce. Okay, fine, divorce, done, move. And, like... Uh, what if, yeah. what if she, he would have to, like, institute, well, can you even institutionalize anymore? I don't know. You can, but there are, like, ways... It's not as easy as it used to be. I know there are, like, ways that somebody could have power of attorney to sign things on your behalf. Yeah, it has to be, like, massively... Yeah, it has to be... I think she was pretty... Circumstances have to be in play, though, but yeah. And then again, maybe a psychologist instead of a detective would have uncovered it. Yeah, it keeps going back to cat people. (laughs) Yeah, because uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he might drive her crazy, but then the I don't know. Maybe a, a psychologist would probably unco- a psychologist would have heard of the term gaslighting, been like, "Oh, fuck you, guy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't think it could be changed. I think um, I'm just gonna look up something. It's something I mentioned earlier when we took a break, but the. What about caveman times? <laughs> no, no, which? <laughs> no, no, maybe um, it would backfire, and then people would be like, oh my god, she's a medium. She can hear the spirits. Let's make her a shaman. Yeah. Now she's in charge of things, and she's gonna, I don't know, kick his ass. Yeah. I was it, hoping she'd kick him in the nuts when he was tied to the chair. Yeah, it was a, I was hoping for that too, but it was a really odd uh, yeah, it would be really odd, but there's a, um, it reminded me of a movie that we saw years ago that was not the best of movies, but it was a movie called Skeleton Key. Unrelated to the comic with the the kitsune in it. Right. And Why would was... they call that movie Skeleton Key? It had nothing to do with Japanese fox spirits. I, I don't know. I don't know if many people know that, but... It was a, you know, it was a thriller set in New Orleans. I don't remember much of it, um, but she uh, had a male interest there. I thought it was Jude Law, but he, whoever it was reminded me of that. But it, it obviously had a, Ke- uh, a Kevin Spacey-style feel to it, and I don't know, I... I saw Ingrid Bergman, and some scenes I saw Robin Wright, so... It kind of made sense that it had, like, a house of cards type feel to it. Well, it, yeah, the whole thing, which both was a of show, them are about manipulation, yeah. so... Yeah, which is a show I cannot watch anymore <sighs> for various reasons. But it is what it is. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it should be redone, but I really think I'll stand by it. Everybody should check it out. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the movie... Um Gaslight? The gas gaslight, yeah, nineteen forty four. It really it really works. It's a really it's a good flick. Yeah. It's a really good flick. If you if you like psychological but comedy, I would also check out Arsenic and Old Lace. Yes. Oh my god. And Harvey, those are all like psychological yeah. kinda Well, we did Harvey before and if you've been with us for a while or if you go back in our back catalog Yes, you um, reviewed Harvey. Yeah, episode two. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's where we met... Um, uh, <laughs> the giant worm thing. Yeah, yeah, Smith. Oh, yeah, gosh. Smith, uh, yeah. Don't make me imagine the giant worm. Yeah, who was our, who was our friend's name? Uh, oh, 
I can't remember his name. Uh, we left it in our purse. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> An evil magician yeah. put it in the purse and is making us forget to try to make you think that we're crazy. Uh, and the joke's on him because we know we're crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We definitely are. <laughs> um, all right. So I think, you know, we'll wrap up here, I think. Or... Yes. Okay. All right. So we say good night from our icy igloo in the north. Yeah. You know, hopefully we'll say this week, you know, things are going to be in the upper 30s. Woo! Balmy um, beach the weather. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> uh, up in the 30s and the 40s. So we're the hoping with it. Yeah, we're hoping that in eh. the next uh, few days, at least, you know, to get a promo for the next um, movie. And, you know, Max is hanging out at Bob's house right now. So at the internet yeah hopefully he'll have some things to talk about as well uh yeah yeah. (laughs) i hope so those are always funny uh but we'll see we'll see what happens man so again if you're here you know stay warm please do be safe and you know just do what you can go watch this movie because this is certainly worth it um, I can't say enough about it, but Ingrid Bergman and the estate of Ingrid Bergman, good one. <laughs> Damn good job. All right, be good, take care of yourselves, but don't be too good. <laughs>